Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Montero, and today we're joined by Tammy Singer from Eastside Wellness Connections in Cincinnati, Ohio. Tammy, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us, talking, talking shop, right? So you have a gym studio out there. You've been open 23 years, which is awesome. Got a lot of stuff going on there. Pilates, your bread and butter, right? So let's go back in time here, that 23 years ago. And you've been in the same spot 23 years, which is awesome. What was your initial kind of goal as to why you opened this gym back when you did? Well, I've always been into physical fitness and worked out and, and, um, at the time, I was just kind of trying to figure out which direction I wanted to go. And so Pilates and yoga had just become like on the scene in our area. Yeah. So yeah. I did that, you know, okay, I'm taking these classes anyway. So why don't I get certified? Nice. So I did my yoga certification first, and then I did my Pilates certification second. And then I got certified in SPIN. And then I've done workshops like Pilates yeah. offers. I, I, I got certified in kids yoga for kids. So, you know, it's just, I, I think it's just always been in my body to do these kind of things. Yeah. A little scary though, going out and just opening that brick mortar yeah. place. Yeah. And it has evolved. And, but it's, um, I've got people from, 20 years ago that are still coming in and doing our class so it, yeah it makes me feel proud and humble you know to, to to know that 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 that's been going on for that many years and it's also created community within these people or these clients that have been coming in they're together now they're going to see play you know it's like i never i never knew that part of it i wasn't looking at that part of it that's great. I mean, that's even a bonus for me. So yeah, and it's uh, something very unique to our industry is that way that we get to create community and to yeah. get as many. I like to get communities as big as possible. You know, like that was, was my thing. Let's grow this thing exactly. They're working out together, then they realize they have so many things in common, and they take that out. And then we all, we've done so many fundraisers through these awesome yeah. people come in you know and just said let's do this and let's do that and i'm like okay let's send it out in a newsletter and work uh, on it yeah and people like you said and, and like these past two years right people are really now longing again for that community so i think it's going to be a great time for our industry to get people back in these gyms and get uh rocking and rolling again so with that being said we talked off camera here a few minutes ago definitely you've adapted over the course of the years you know what makes eastside wellness connections unique with there within your community I think it's, I'm a small studio. I'm not like a gym or, you know, these corporate models that's people know each other. I mean, it's personal and they're all, we like, even my, I can speak for my instructors as well. They're, we're so modeled about just making whatever, doing what's best for the, for our clients. Like, when I, I like teach people, I'm like when they come in, there's no competition here. We are competing against each other because most people like 30s, not 30s, maybe 40s, 50s, and 60s have injuries. Yeah. So 
they get into my studio and they're exercising. I'm like, don't, I always say, honor your injuries, work around them right. and make sure that you can build that strength without, you don't want to make that injury worse. Right. So how we all go into our classes. Sure. So make sure that when we get someone new in there, they let the instructor know, this is what I'm dealing with right. and build on that and not feel that pressure of, okay, he's, he's doing 25 pounds. I'm going to, I have to do 50, you know, right. no, <laughs> that's yeah. just, yeah. 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 Go at your own pace. Uh, I don't like the word you feeling safe, but yeah, feeling safe, you know, and like uh, we are, really? we care and it's all an authentic caring conviction type place. We want you to get fitter and healthier and, and not it's like, like you're, you're basically stretching and strengthening muscles throughout the workout. So it's resistance training. I mean, I feel like, and I've done everything in my past. I've mean, been an athlete and I'm like, this is the best way to work out yeah. in I've got ladies in their 80s oh, wow. doing this, and they're amazing. Yeah. It's like I, I, watching bodies work for 20 years has just been uh, incredible. Yeah, it's very cool. It's, uh, again, something unique and special we get to do every day, which is awesome. And the, the women have their in their 80s, that speaks for itself. That's incredible. So with that being said, Tammy, how, how do you go about getting new faces in the door on a regular, consistent basis? Well, it's for me, and I've done a lot of different kinds of advertising and really never got anything out of it. It's word of mouth. Word of mouth is my biggest. Um, and I have done Groupon in the past for like just the just cardio and yoga. Yeah. Once COVID hit, nobody wanted to come into these small rooms. Right. While. Right. Sure. And, sure. Part of it has not completely recovered from that, yeah. but um, we're working on it. So, yeah, word of mouth is obviously, like I said earlier, big in our industry. In any kind of service industry, you normally get like 50% of our members from that word of mouth, which is awesome. It means we're doing a great job. People uh, like what we're doing, they know we care. Like I said earlier, it's super authentic. Where's your philosophy around the social media side of things from like a marketing perspective? I do social media and I have started boosting my post. Okay. Um, I'm getting lots of likes and people coming in from I know, everywhere, but it's, I don't know. I am not seeing that that's sure. business for us, but it's being as present. Right. Right. We go through Instagram, we got a Facebook page. Um, I don't know if there is there another, you know, I try to get people to, you know, go on Google and give us a review. You know. yep. People read those, yeah, reviews are great. Uh, and like you said, there, yeah, social media is great. You know, there's that, that whole logarithm to it and skill to the marketing side of things. But we can, like you said, kind of do it organically too. So like you post pictures of clients and people love to do that. With your, with the gyms, I know Pilates is your bread and butter. Are you looking to grow any other aspects, any other services? If I do, it would be to add more Pilates equipment. Okay, okay. Yeah, that would be, and I feel like the hot thing right now in yoga is hot yoga. Yeah. You know, well, maybe. 
maybe correct. Like I have a yoga room, but it's not. Heated. Got it. Got it. Okay, so that's like you know, go do like go into that direction with the hot yoga room. That would be great. I think that would bring a lot younger clients into the studio yeah. too. So we're, looking, we're looking to maybe add Pilates, more more uh, reformers, right? More sessions, more class times, yoga. Well, uh, I've got lots of reformers, but there's so many other like chairs, uh, towers that okay. that goes along with my reformers. Okay, so other equipment can add. Yep, makes total sense. A way to do Pilates instead of just the reformer. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. And uh, ways to just help more people and build that community even stronger. So Tammy, you've been doing this. You know, you've been you've had the business 23 years. We have a lot of listeners, you know, they want to get started in the gym business, they're a trainer, they want, they want to open a gym, you know, they're us some time ago. What, what is a, it's not the easiest job in the world, right? Especially owning a business. What is a typical day for you look like at this point in time? Well, I, I teach four, no, five days a week. Okay. I'm all, I, I don't teach on the weekends. Yes. And that's, you know, when I first started, I was like teaching almost every, you know how it is, teach yeah. everything. But now I've got a good group of instructors that can kind of take over and I let them do the weekend. So, you know, I'm, I'm working like, some days I'll work seven to eight hours. Some days I'll do like four privates. Some, you know, it just, I'm just all over the, you know, with the schedule. Sure. Yeah. You mentioned your team there of instructors. What does the setup for your team look like that's uh, behind you there? I have five Pilates instructors, uh, four spin instructors, three yoga instructors. So I think I got a staff of about maybe 12 to 15 people. Wow, awesome. Now do yeah. you have a front desk staff and somebody that handles sales and a lead nurture or are you doing that stuff? Someone that does the, the uh, newsletters and the marketing for me. Okay. We really don't have anyone at the front desk. It's whoever the whoever's teaching the class will be there yeah. at the front desk to check people in. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, yeah, no point if you don't if, if you don't need it. No point paying somebody to sit there. Obviously, instructor take care of it. We are closed. Yeah, so. you got you close the door and the class going on. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah, there's a studio like yours uh, right down the room from me. She was open, same thing, 20 plus years. It was called Fitness Revolution. But so yeah, I'm picturing that as we talk. So it sounds like you guys would hit it off a thousand percent. So tell me back to, to the to the studio, to the gym with your clients. PT, uh, sorry, not PT. Pilates is the, the bread and butter. Are there ways your clients are able to spend money with you on top of those Pilates memberships or packages? Well, I'm always doing specials, you know, and trying to, offer, you know, we always try to figure out, okay, how can we get more people in? So client refers a someone into the studio, they buy a package, we give that client 20% off their next purchase. And then the other thing that we do is we started like offering introductory free private classes. So say you wanted your, you want to try yoga one time, yeah. it'll be a private free, you know, Pilates, private free, if you've never done spinning before. So we've kind of put that out there and that's generated some activity for us. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm always looking at ways to get more people into the studio. So, you know, I think that has been, and even the instructors, you know, if one of the instructors brings a new client in, then they're going to get 15% of that client's package that they buy. That's good. So, yeah, incentivizing the instructors, giving them some equity in the business, which uh, obviously they'll work harder for that, obviously, right? Which is great. And maybe I asked that question the wrong way. So, like, say I come in, let me ask this better. It's my fault. Let me come in. So, I'm doing Pilates, right? I'm taking the class. Are there ways you can get them to go to personal training or supplements, nutrition, coaching, or something, or, or something else? We try. Okay. Okay. Because they can, people come in and they want to do Pilates Reformer yeah. or do yoga. Right. The cardio part, they kind of all will congregate to. And I'm like, so they complement each other. Yeah. And, and I'm like, so why? And I, I mean, I say it all the time. Try a yoga class. Right, right. It's, it, it's different. You'll be standing a lot more where before you're laying down a lot right. or basically. And I, you know, I've, I've changed some mindsets along the way, but it's, it's still interesting how this group wants to go here and this group wants to go there. And, you know, even when we try and we are always cross promoting. I also have a massage therapist working in the studio now too. Yeah, there you go. Um, doing really well because oh, sure, yeah. like just goes along with that health and wellness. Yeah, 100%. Trying to promote. Yeah, it ties in ties in really nice what you have going on there. So like we talked about how you're getting people in the door, talked about just now like ways you're trying to increase revenue. Remember that third bucket for for the fitness industry is retention, right? And I'm sure you've seen like life cycles of people over the last 23 years. So a couple of questions for you in the retention side of things. How long does your normal client member stay with you for? I've had clients with me since I opened and clients with me for 15 years. I've had clients that started 10 years ago. Um, there's, yeah, they're staying. I mean, they're loving it and yeah. it's working for their body and they're getting, you know, they're not coming back if they're not getting anything out of it. And we, me and as well as the instructors that work for me, I'm like, that's the most important thing, you know, if they like the class, they're going to keep coming. Challenge them. Don't do the same things. Look outside the box and just keep motivating them to, to want to come in and work out. And we've done a really good job with that. And I mean, there's, there, there, yeah, I mean, I, I got over 250 clients that come in on a regular basis. Maybe not every week, maybe not you know, every day, but a lot of them do. That's awesome. Yeah, what do you think, are, besides providing that workout you provide and challenging people and your instructors being on top of everybody in a good way, what are some other best practices, Tammy, you think that have kept people around so long? I think it's our um, ability to connect with the clients. I mean, you know, it, it can't be so serious. Like, I'm, I, I kind of joke around a little bit when I'm teaching and, I'm like, okay, everybody stop. <laughs> You're not doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, just humor. And yeah. Make it yeah, make it human and, and real, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it goes a long way. You get to know them so you know what you can do and what you can't do. And I think we all are good at that. We have a sense of humor 
It's like, don't take it too serious, but I want you to do this, not that. (laughs) I think that's big. Yeah, I think that's big. And like you said earlier, being able to create that community within your space, within your own community is massive, you know? So uh, I think that obviously lends to better retention overall, you know? So with that being said, kind of asked you this already, but two more questions for you here, maybe three. So the biggest challenge that you face right now, what is, what is that? Probably my time. Okay, yeah. And that's Just very common in this industry, right? Time, we, there's only so much time in a day and energy, our energy. I could do like, 24 seven, I just have to cut off at some point, And I do, and I've learned that, you know, and I'm like, I'm leaving tomorrow and I'm gonna be gone for two weeks. And I'm trust the people that are gonna be running studio. Where are you going? Where are you going? Maine. There we go. All right, you're coming up to my neck of the woods here. And now you're close. <laughs> We're close. Yeah, four hour drive, maybe something like that. So, so that's cool. It's also great that you're able to go away for two weeks and you have this team in place that can it helps run the show when you're not there yeah it's huge it's huge for the first time i did a traveling uh instructor yoga at through an agency here where i taught yoga at a resort well that's and cool I absolutely loved it it was yeah. the coolest thing and i so many different people and they were from like all over the all over the country the world you know in other countries so yeah, great opportunity uh, that you're able to get from that. Now, on top of that, so we just talked about challenge. What is your biggest opportunity you foresee lying ahead to kind of give you back some time? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Well, like time is our challenge, right? Which is a lot of our, ch- everybody's probably challenge, right? What, uh, what's the biggest place of opportunity you foresee that you can capitalize on getting some more time back? Is it more staff, more members, combination of both? I think it's going to be a combination of both and um, me deciding to, to, to step back a little bit. Sure, sure. Micromanage people, but I, I'm always in the loop of like yeah. everything they're doing. Yeah. So, you know, for me, if I'm in town, if I'm home, I'm going to be working. Right. So for me to get that break, I have to get out of Dodge, so to speak, but so that's what gives me my, my downtime. I hear you. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. That leads me into my last question for you perfectly. We get some time back a little bit. We build our team some more. We gain more clients. What ultimately is like the impact you like to leave on your community there as a legacy with your business, Danny? Well, I, you know, I, I went into this because of, I just wanted to, I wanted people to be stronger in their bodies, stronger in stronger in their lives and and it's a whole lot of things you know it's diet it's exercise it's stress management and I feel like when people come into the studio they have an aha moment you know they're just like I'm here I want to be here I'm going to work out probably going to laugh a little bit and but it feel better when I leave I mean I've been the only standing Pilates studio in Anderson until like April, Club Pilates moved into the area. And, and they, you know, it's just that, and I've been, and even from my peers, they said, hey, you're the one that's, you, you've done it. Yeah. You're that was successful. You've not closed, you know, even COVID. Yeah. 
I'm like, I, you know, coming from them, it just, you know, that makes me feel really good and, you know, really, you know, awesome about what I've done. 100%, yeah, and no small feat being open 23 years, you know, especially, like you said, going through the last couple of years and, uh, yeah, especially in this industry, which you have to constantly adapt, you know, survival of the fittest for, for real. So, yeah, Tammy, I think uh, awesome place to end this episode. Have a great time on your trip here coming up. Where can listeners check you out? Website, social media, where can we find you and follow your story? Um, Instagram at CWC slash video. Um, our Facebook page is um, Eastside Wellness Connections. Yeah. Yeah. And my email address is singertammy14 at, at gmail.com. Awesome. Tammy, appreciate you coming on today, sharing your story. We wish you guys the best of luck. Thank you. You got it. And listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for all of our future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Trevor McDavid from Elite Fitness out of Ashland, Kentucky. What's going on, Trevor? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Excited to have you on. Excited to talk a little bit. I know you just purchased this facility, this business, um, you know, about six months ago. So excited to hear how it's been. How's it been going? Um, but yeah, let's not waste any time here. What is it that made you get started in the fitness industry? What is it that made you want to purchase this business a couple months ago? Well, I, uh, I'm 34, started working out and, you know, going to the gym, getting serious when I was about 21. So 13, 14 years into it now. So I even, I went back to school. I finished my bachelor's in exercise physiology um so that's i've kind of, I kind of made it my way of life i guess so the gym that uh, we purchased i i was actually a an avid member i guess if you will okay. uh for about eight years before we purchased it so um yeah i was very familiar with with everything and it uh, just seemed like the right move to make there you go so it happened very organically for you always been in the gym ended up, uh, you know, getting a degree in the fitness space and led to you purchasing your own facility. Mm -hmm. and, and how's it been so far? What's you're on what month, technically like month seven, month eight here, what's been the most difficult or unexpected part that you didn't really see coming about running your business? Well, we purchased it in December. Um, we've, we renovated for about three months. There was, there was a time, you know, during renovation, um, we were letting some people join, you know, obviously, you know, money coming in. So um, we just we just kind of put signs up, you know, please excuse our our uh, renovations and things like that. So our official open date essentially was April 1. Um, we've essentially retained all of our all the members that were going there previously when it was 
iron warehouse. So in that part, it's been good. Um, just we've we've had a steady uh, until build over the past. Let's see, what is this? Th three months now. Mm -hmm. So it's been going good. Um, we're not quite where we want to be yet, but we're getting there. How many how many members are you sitting at right now on month month three? <sighs> month three, we're. I may be a little off, but somewhere around 120, 130. Okay. Okay, cool. So you're sitting at about 120 members. I do always like to ask, is that a number that you guys want to stop at? Or are you trying to hit the gas right now and see some new faces? Uh, we're, we're, we're not letting off. <laughs> so, Pedal to the floor. Yeah, we're, we're shooting for at least 250 by, you know, six months okay. to a year now. There you go. Uh, you, you got to keep in mind the Ashland is, you know, our population in this town is about 12,000 people. So it's maybe a little more than that, but not a whole lot. So um, there's, there's a few other smaller gyms around here that, that also do well. So it's a, it's a good place to join multiple gyms, you know, have multiple different atmospheres. I know whenever I was, before I owned the gym, I was, man, I went to gyms here, there and everywhere else, you know, I was everywhere. So Cool, cool. So let's see here. So how, how big is a team as of right now? I know you're only in month three. How many other trainers, coaches do you have? Because I know, you know, training, personal training, semi-private is like the big point of focus for you guys. So I do a little bit of training. Um, I don't have time to do much. I have a day job as well where I work from home and manage a book of business for a company. And um, I have one other guy that trains out of there right now. Um, we've partnered with a physical therapist here you know, at the local hospital that does dry needling and cupping out of the gym. Um, he can do like an initial, not necessarily evaluation, just kind of like little strength tests and things like that and point out uh, weaknesses that you might have or maybe some, some places that, that would be good to build. Uh, so we do offer that. Um, I've also uh, partnered with a, one of our local pharmacists. So basically you know, he'll consult with some of the members there and tell them, you know, instead of going to GNC or, or whatever um, vitamin stores that you might go to, he can actually come in and there's a, in the state of Kentucky, there's actually um, a movement right now where he can prescribe all of those things in those vitamins, like those multivitamin packs for men and things like that. He can prescribe those little things for five to $10 instead of two to 300. Right, right. It's okay. uh, it's it's working pretty well. Cool, cool. So looking at, um, you know, what's like the big picture for you, especially with just buying this business, having a day job as well. Are you trying to remove yourself from your current job and focus more on the gym eventually, if it makes sense, or what's that look like to you? Well, kind of like you just said, if it makes sense, then that's you know, obviously that's that's where I would thrive. I feel like you know right. that's kind of I've my life for 14 plus years so um if it leads to that then you know I'm always open for new possibilities yeah yeah definitely what just curious what would it take like what's the the number <laughs> obviously you know I don't want to get into like how much do you want to make right but is there something like a certain membership number a certain you know height of growth or revenue number you want to see from the business to to be able to leave well so, like I said, me and my brother own the gym together. So, the one of the uh, 
marks that we've talked about is once we get to 250 members over the course of, I believe, two years, that will free up enough equity for us to open a second gym. Okay. Okay. So I believe once we, you know, once and if we get to that point, possibly we might be able to, to do something like that. Awesome. Awesome. And, and, you know, wanting to see growth right now, especially, you know, get to that 250 member mark eventually. What, what type of things are you actively doing right now to aid that growth process? Our biggest thing right now is Facebook. Um, so we've, we've had a lot of uh, people connect with us through Facebook. I've even, you know, I've got my, the number that you guys reached me on is actually posted outside the gym. So I have people calling, texting all day. That's, you know, cause that, that was a previous location of a gym. So people kind of know, you know, that's what's there. So mm-hmm. when they go up to the door and see the number, they'll call me or text me. I'll go up and let them, you know, check things out. So, um, but social media is one of our biggest right now and uh, word of mouth essentially. So yeah. marketing is, is one of the, one of the places that we're looking to kind of build up yeah. at this. Right. Right. And smart for you for trying different things. Some people are, you know, completely against social media. Others are all for it. At the end, I always say it's worth trying everything, right. To see what really yeah. works for you, then double down on the things that do work. Um, when you say Facebook, do you mean like organic, just posting or have you done any type of Facebook ads or Instagram ads in the past? A little of both. Um, so when we first opened and got, you know, most of the remodels done, I uh, took pictures of, of all the new stuff and everything, you know, the bright and shiny new things and posted those. And then um, we would do some ads, uh, things like that as well. And uh, we can boost some of the posts around here to reach okay. a little bit bigger of an area. So we would boost them to about a hundred mile radius, just, um, I know there's, I actually have a few members that drive 30 to 45 minutes, if not longer to, to come work out here. Good for you, man. Break that belief. Some people think you could only get members that are within 15 minutes. And it's like, that's not always true, right? It's about like what you're offering, the value you're offering and so forth. Um, But cool. So when you did run kind of ads on Facebook, is that what all you did was boost posts? Did you ever go into the Facebook business manager and ran like full campaigns to get lead names, numbers, emails. That is actually something I've not done. I'm not from, I'm not that familiar with that at this point. Um, but that is something that I would like to look into a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I mean, it's funny, right? I, I think most people who get into gym ownership don't really do it thinking they're going to have to learn how to market or like run ads and whatnot. So you know, it's okay that you don't, but definitely a good thing to maybe try in the future, right? There's, you know, it's crazy. I mean, even seeing what, what you could do with Facebook, right? Running ads, it's very similar. You could get, um, you know, consistent lead flow on a weekly basis. Um, but cool. So, so what does it look like for when you do get a lead, right? Let's say it is myself and maybe I see you on Facebook. I shoot you a message, um, interested in what you have going on. What's your process to, you know, get me in the door and turn me into a paid member? Well, I mean, basically, I mean, just like, so my day job, I'm in sales. So anytime that I get a customer that I'm trying to, you know, upsell or show them a new product, I have to sell myself first. Okay. So that's, that's my number one thing. So when somebody gets a hold of me and they're, you know, Hey, I'm looking to do this, I'm looking to do this, you know, X, Y, Z. So 
I, I come first with, you know, here's my qualifications. Here's why I feel like you should listen to me. So that's, I, that kind of helps me get people into the door. You know, I kind of let them know, you know, this is my opinion on some things. I've been doing this for over a decade. So that's, I mostly try to sell myself essentially. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So for you, it's like, Hey, get them on the phone or send them a message. Um, try and get them in through the door. Do you, from there, do you do like a free consultation or is it like a tour? Do you give any free classes, free trial? Um, so I'll meet them at the gym and we'll go through a tour. Um, I have a lot of machines and things that some people, if they've not been working out for very long, then they probably aren't familiar with or don't know how to use. Um, especially, you know, more of the female population, there might, there's a lot of things that, that they don't know how to use or anything. So I'll go through, you know, ask them if you have any questions, how to do this, how to do this. So more of a, more of a free tour. Um, and I, I have business cards printed out on the front desk. Okay. So that they know that I'm available, you know, take my card, call me, text me anytime you need to. Okay. Awesome. Do you track like your, your conversion rate for the sales process you do have? not concrete at this point um like i said we're still kind of in the trial phase with a lot of things yeah. so um best reason why to track your numbers you know i mean i just like to throw it out there I, I try to be like a numbers decision or else i make decisions that are based off emotion and 90 percent of the time it's the wrong decision so like you know even if you're trying different sales process it's like the you know at least to, to track the numbers the results um you know might be something you want to try in the future, but, but awesome. Awesome. So let's see big picture for you, man. I always like to ask this question. Um, if you had like a magic wand, let's say magic business wand, you could put your business in the exact position that you want it. What would that really look like to you? I mean, that that'd be full scale. That'd be, you know, our whole facility completely finished the way that I have envisioned. I would want uh, Saturday, classes yoga classes the whole you know the whole works but not only do I want to you know just because the gym previously before it kind of had the name of powerlifter bodybuilder type gym right okay. so okay. I want to well we are transitioning it to be able to accommodate anyone from silver sneakers all the way up to the powerlifters and bodybuilders so crossfit um, people just starting out you know, the, the even more even with the female population. A lot of females are kind of intimidated by, you know, bigger gyms like that. So I want to kind of cut that and, you know, make it available to everybody. Cool, cool. And, and so for you, what's been like the biggest bottleneck from being able to expand in that direction, offer the services you want? Um, what's been like the one thing that's been kind of holding you back from that? Well, to be honest, um, so me and my brother, like I said, I own it together. We both have day jobs. He actually lives in Florida. So I'm kind of <laughs> running it here by myself. So he does, he does like, you know, everything he can do from a remote environment. And then I do more of the hands-on physical type things. So just uh, kind of just doing it on our own, really. So it's, that's big, our, been our biggest limiting factor, to, to be yeah. honest. Okay. Okay. And, and just curious when you say, you know, you want to get some more members. I know you only have like one trainer right now. What type of memberships are you trying to sell? Are you trying to expand, you know, the semi-private or are you trying to, you know, what does that look like to you? 
Well, the the one trainer that we have, so basically, you know, we kind of cut him a deal. Like, you bring in more clients, you can train them for free right now. They just have to have memberships, okay? Okay, okay. So that's, that's, that's kind of been how, you know, he markets himself, brings them to our gym. So that's been one of the things that we've been letting him do and kind of try to build up clients and gym members at the same time. Um, so that's, that's been one of our trial processes that we're going through. And, uh, also with the dry needling and things, we have that available on our Facebook page. So you can go on there and you can, uh, book your appointment to get dry needled or cupped or, you know, anything like that or adjusted or anything. Um, so that's been another thing that we've been using to try to get more members and things like that in. Cool. Cool. Okay. And, and so, you know, we kind of know what you want for the business, right? We, we know that you have a big passion for, you know, the demographic that's showing up to your gym, trying to break the stigma of the previous business that was there before. Um, for you, what's like the big picture for you, right? What do you want the business to give back to you and your family at the end of the day? I mean, retire at 50 would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got, uh, I've got six-year-old twins uh my brother has two kids so i mean obviously to you know to get uh, both of us to the point where you know we're f completely financially stable would be perfect <laughs> yeah. yeah no i think that's every business owner's goal right to eventually get to a place of freedom or at least where the business kind of runs like a well-oiled machine and you could focus on other things other passions um cool i know you're before we head out here, I know, I know you're expanding a little bit. You're adding on more size to your current facility. Are you thinking about offering any other type of services? What's that going to look like for you the next six months in the future here? Well, um, one thing, one of the biggest things, um, so I've, I've got a, a lady that cleans for us, you know, comes in, does the bathrooms and all that stuff, you know, once a week and, you know, even multiple times a week if we need her. Um, so just getting more personnel basically. And eventually we get to the point of, of that kind of growth, obviously bring someone in, you know, like you said, a well-oiled machine. So bring someone in to manage it, do the day-to-day. -day so we can kind of just sit back, you know, I can just go in and work out when I want to go work out and I don't have to do, you know, manage and do all the other things that we have to do right now. Yeah. Okay, cool. And when you look at hiring staff or, or, you know, even more trainers, right. Cause eventually you'll need some more trainers do you want to continue down the route of hiring 1099 workers or have you thought about doing the W2 route? Honestly, the 1099 would be, would be easier for us clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're open to really anything. So it's, it, you know, the 1099 obviously would be the easiest route, I believe. Yeah, it would, it would. The only issue that I see that I've seen with, gyms who do that route is it's hard to like scale right yeah. um, or have like a brand under under the same roof because you got yeah. you know trainers coming in different times everyone's doing different things they have different you know concepts of training and whatnot um have you ever thought about about that part as well i have um obviously there's there's you know a way that i train and clearly everybody their ways is the best so that's so doing the W2 route, that would be good. That way I could kind of, you know, personalize it to the way that I feel is, is best and safest for, for each person. But uh, my, 
my end goal, you know, is to go through a consultation with each person that wants to be trained. You know, this is my goal. This is where I want to be. And then we can personalize that. So the, the good thing about the trainer that I have now, we have a lot of the same mindset and training things and everything. So the way that he sets it up, um, when we get new clients, he'll build, you know, either a meal plan, a workout plan, or he'll do the full on training. So before that goes to the customer, I review it and make any necessary changes that I feel that would need to be. Mm-hmm. And he's completely fine with that. So it, it works, it works well. Cool. Cool. So, so you're thinking about adding in like a consultation type thing within your sales process. That's yep. smart. I, I mean, I, I always tell people as business owners in the fitness industry, we don't necessarily sell fitness. We more so sell like results, a lifestyle, you know, a route to reach your goals. And a lot of times you know, I've heard of some gyms who offer a free week class, free week trial, you know, and that's not what always converts. And most times it's the consultation, listening to their goals, you know, helping them figure out how they're going to get there and whatnot. Most people just want to be heard. Right. Um, But no, cool, cool, man. Yeah. That kind of goes back towards what I was saying about me selling myself. So, you know, I got somebody coming in and I'm, you know, I don't fit the part. I don't fit the role or look, you know, how I'm, they feel I should look, then, you know, they're not going to take me serious. So that's, that's kind of, you know, ties into what I was saying about me having to sell myself, you know, get to get people serious. And Trevor, for you, what's like um, one piece of advice that maybe you'd give your younger self, you know, a year ago here when it comes to running your business? That's a, that's a good question. <laughs> Best advice that I have is just consistency and yeah. pers- being persistent and consistent with, with everything that's, I mean, even with in the fitness industry completely, even outside of the gym, you don't own a gym. If you're not consistent, you're not persistent, you're not going to get results. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to follow you even in over into the business industry, running your business. If you don't do it consistent, you're not there and you, you know, you kind of just kind of push it to the side, you're not going to get the results. Yeah. So yeah, that kind of ties into all aspects. No, I agree. And that's honestly good, good advice. I think in any aspect of life, you need like the grit, the termination, determination, consistency, and that's like a, a one benefit, I'm sure even for yourself as someone who works out as well, it's like you see the results as you continue putting it in. And then it's easier to take that concept and apply it to, you know, business life. Um, but no, cool, Trevor, I appreciate you. I think that's a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode. But before we do sign out of here, please give a shout out to your Instagram, Facebook, website, YouTube, anything just so the listeners can find some more info on you and your gym. Yeah, so uh, feel free to follow us. Uh, We have a Facebook page. It's Elite Fitness Ashland. Uh, That actually is with uh, Instagram as well. Um, We haven't started our Twitter or anything like that yet. We're kind of just focusing on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, So again, that's at Elite Fitness Ashland. If you feel free to to send me a message, my phone number is right on the front of the Facebook page. Reach out. Yes, sir. Trevor McDavid, everybody from Elite Fitness out of Ashland, Kentucky. I appreciate you once again. And as for the listeners here, don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. 
Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Words Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, Or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on this show is Zach from Physique Fitness out of Chico, California. Welcome to the show. How are you today, Zach? Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you here and for everybody to learn more about what you do over there. But really, before we dive into the nitty gritty, give me a really brief backstory. What was it that made you decide to open up this facility? Um, I got out of the Marine Corps and wasn't sure what I was going to do. I was nine units away from getting my degree. Um, so I went back to school. Um, while I was still in the Marine Corps and we were on ship, we had a, a Navy personnel guy hurt himself in the gym. So they closed the gym down. Now, closing the gym down on a ship with 7,000 sailors and about 100 Marines, probably not a good idea because the Marines are like, we need to work out. So I went to the XO of the ship via my CO in the Marine Corps, went to the XO of the ship and said, hey, um, you closed our gym down, what can we do? So, well, we got to train people. I said, what if I could do that? So I've had a lot of experience, lifted, I've been a, you know, professional athlete and uh, that's kind of how it fell into my lap but I knew a lot more than I realized of people so I trained other Navy personnel to be gym monitors and I started training and uh, got into the business after 10 years working in gyms then I decided to open my own gym and I got my degree and kind of exercise rehab and that's been my specialty ever since uh, you know 2004. Okay, so you've been doing this for a little while, just and a little. Uh, just a little while, and um, clearly it's something that you are passionate about. You really enjoy. So, give us kind of your elevator pitch of physique fitness of your business. Kind of help us understand what you have to offer, who you are um, at the facility. My number one goal is people come in here hurt, discouraged, um, you know, not knowing what to do. They haven't been athletes. They, they didn't do any training or any kind of, you know, formal training out of high school. I get people that are 55, 60 and I go, what's the last time you exercise? And they say high school. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's my job to be a teacher, I think, first of all, and implement how important it is to have proper technique and form. Don't waste your time. You don't want to hurt yourself in the gym. You want to give yourself positive, positive, positive reinforcement and action. 
and getting back to your activity, your life, your sport, your whatever it is, you know, you, you've been bumped out of. So my, my biggest focus has always been people, people first. Yeah, you're, you're in this to really help people see results, whatever that result might be, whether it's rehab, mental yeah. health, you know, physical transformation. Um, and so you do this through a one-on-one -on -one kind of right. approach. You're, and are you the only trainer at the facility or do you have other, other trainers? Um, I was, and now I, I actually have someone working with me now, a uh, young lady who's very interested in the business and trying to grow, grow her clientele. I think she has six clients right now. That's and very exciting. Yeah, she's, she's doing, she's in her first year of this. We're about not even six months in, but she, she did on the job uh, training with me kind of apprenticeship for about six months prior to this. So she's been with me about a year. Okay. And so you have her and then you, and you each are offering one-on-ones. How many clients total do you guys have in the, in the facility? Oh, right now it's been doing good. Probably I have myself. Oh, I want to say 18 plus clients, give or take. So, and I think she's, at, like I said, at six. And then I have some members also, I limit my membership because it's a smaller gym. It's about 1,200 square feet. Um, but it's all about quality over quantity here. So that's, that's kind of where I said. I had, I had opportunities to expand, and I chose to stay small because I think that's the best way for me personally to actually help people, you know, one at a time. Yeah, for sure. So you said that you have some members. When you say when you say you have a few members, are those people that are coming in outside of the personal training and just training on their own in within the space? Is that what that yeah. means? Yes, I've trained I've trained them or written them a program and I've shown them how to use the equipment. So they've gotten some, you know, training from me, and then they go on their own. Yes, I have a twenty four seven like a key key lock thing where people can come in, but I have to limit those memberships. Um, I only have, I can only have uh, 24 members because otherwise it just gets crowded here. And I don't, I like it to be, you know, open where people can do their work. And we have a sign up, you know, thing. It's on the hour. If you, if you want a specific time, you have to sign up for that the week prior. So it's a little different for members, but I still train them. They still know how to use the equipment. They've had some training. Okay, cool. So with your, you know, personal training clients, Walk me through how that works. Do they pay you per session? Do they buy a pack of classes? Um, everybody does that a little differently. So I think this is a great learning thing. Yeah. We can all kind of learn from each other to figure out what might be the best bet for us. Well, I think the smartest thing to do, and I learned um, back when I started this, was with people, um, you're dealing with not just their physical self, but their emotional self and their mental state. Um, so, and I've had people come to me, you know, and money wasn't the issue. And they're like, well, if I pay you, then I'll, then I'll show it for my session. So I sell blocks of sessions. Um, everybody pays up front prior to their sessions. Um, like I said, we just do blocks. So it could be three sessions, six, eight, 10, 12. If they're on a regular schedule, let's we'll say they're doing three days a week, that's 12 sessions, um, 12 a month. So that's kind of how, how I do it. I, I was in that. And then I have a contract. So, you know, somebody says, well, I don't know. I don't want to do this anymore. Or I, I quit or I don't. And I rarely have that. But um, it's good to have 
a piece of paper contract between you and the client actually to, to make sure that you know somebody doesn't try to do you wrong in that so you know there's mm -hmm. there's as far as returns and stuff it says on you know unless you give me notice or you don't show up for three months you know for your sessions that you bought i give people ample enough time to complete their sessions but I yeah. really like the idea of the packs because like you said, I think for some people, if they're paying for something, they know they're going to use it. I think like we're kind of, when people allow just like a pay per session, we're kind of doing our clients a disservice yeah. because if they can only come in whenever they want, then what's holding them to actually showing up and then they get upset when they're like three months into coming one time a week and they haven't seen yeah. any results and it's like, okay, well, I haven't lost anything. And I'm like, well, you haven't been here. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. so that's a really great approach. And it's great for your business too, because it's revenue that you can count on. When we can count on our revenue, we know what, we know how to figure out our, our numbers every month or yeah. at least how to calculate them. Um, so that's really great for, for you. Um, yeah. With, you know, 18 clients that you're training, you have, you know, some people that are coming in and doing their own thing. Are you guys in position right now to take on more clients or are you pretty comfortable as things stand i'm close to being for me personally i'm close to being full right now in fact i just i just cut off my um, membership because i reached i think it reached the number 24 and i had to tell a couple people until somebody files out as far as membership goes as far as clients go i could probably handle you know right now two or three more um and like I said, Holly works with me, the guy works with me. She's she's looking to add. So there is room. We just have to schedule. You have to manage your time. You have to manage your time. You know, it's hour, hour, hour and 15 minutes. You know, you have to schedule so you're not stepping on each other's toes and it's not crowded anymore. A crowd mm -hmm. in here is four people. <laughs> yeah. So, so. so how big is the space? Uh, I'd say 1,200 square feet. About. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you, you know, you and Holly could ideally figure out a schedule so that you both kind of have plans overlapping or something like that. Yeah. Um, what are you guys actively doing to aid that growth process? How are you guys going to fill Holly's book? Where are you looking to find clients? She's doing advertising and stuff through Facebook, which we do together. Um, strangely enough, um, Google google business being on google putting your name and posting photos and weekly uh like like exercise of the week or just doing a quick you know video of what's going on here who's training who's new here um, has has helped me more than anything i've done advertising things in the past but now with social media facebook google business on google having your name you know somebody googles you or looks up you know looks up jim and, and chico or studio and chico or personal training Chico I pop up I'm in the top always in the top three of that so I yeah. think that's really important to be my daughter kind of taught me this because I am not computer savvy and social media savvy but it really it does help it does help to have yourself out there have yourself available so if somebody is looking for your services that you offer they can find you easily yeah I think you know by being on Google and all of that you're very what you're saying is very accurate for the people that are looking, they know where to find us. But yeah. 
since you do have a pretty niche service here, you know, you, you do offer, like you do have that specialization where you specialize in exercise rehab. There's right. probably a large population of people that could really benefit from your services that right. don't know to Google that, or maybe they aren't right. Googling that. And but sometimes those, those people are the ones that need us the most. So how are you reaching them? Um, I actually physically go for contact um, doctor's offices physical therapist, and I take them my cards, my information. I tell them what I, what I do. I, I tell them I'm not a physical therapist. I'm an exercise rehab specialist, which is different. So it's basically me teaching them actual exercises to get them back, you know, as best they can in, in the most, you know, efficient time, time frame, uh, and things like that. So they get back on the road and, and get over their injury and get back to their life. So, yeah. So kind of the net, that networking piece with yeah. doctors yeah, in the area. Yeah. Hands on. Like I was at my dentist last week and he's like, you're a trainer. He goes, do you have any cards? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and uh, he was interested in training. I said, here, take my cards. And he's like, oh, I'll put some of these out for you. So that's it. just networking. You, you got to get out and hit the pavement a little bit, you know, even with social media, it's good to get out and have people see and meet you. And I've been in this community a long time. Um, that helps. I played football here, went to school here, raised my kids here. So, Yeah. So is Holly, so you said Holly is doing some Facebook stuff and mm -hmm. some social media stuff. Is Holly and like, is she running her own business under your roof or is she working like as an employee of physique fitness? Like, how does that work? She's, a, she's an independent contractor, not an employee. So she's independent, but she uses the name. She's under the umbrella of physique fitness. Yeah. Okay. So when she's doing the Facebook, the Facebook stuff, that's benefiting both of you and, and not right. promoting herself and the gym. Right. Okay. Got it. Um, and so, you know, with, with that, um, the past few years have proven that the digital platforms are a great way to reach clients. I know for sure that I'm definitely not a tech expert. And from the sounds of it, I don't think that you are either. And that's okay. No. <laughs> it's okay for us to not be good at everything, but I do think that there is a lot of benefit there. You know, if we run a digital ad or something like that, we can reach people in the community that might be looking for super specialized training, or maybe they just want to lose weight and they can't do that at Planet Fitness or whatever on their own. Um, so we're able to serve those clients. If, if you guys were like running social media ads, bringing in, you know, a steady flow of new clients, what would that do for your business? Oh, it would make me work a lot more. <laughs> um, Holly, is, of course, is younger than me. I'm, I'm coming up on 60 here um, in two years. But um, she's definitely more aggressive on that. And I told her, hey, any platforms, any ideas you have, you know, Instagram, or you want to create whatever, a page or whatever you want to do, you know, I'm behind her and I support that. Um, nice. Like I said, I'm more, I'm set with the people I kind of have. I want to teach her, give her as much knowledge and experiences I, I have had over the years. And it's funny, I'm at the, I'm at the age, I'm actually past the age. Um, the guy who worked with me, I worked at the gym when I first started all this too. Um, he, I think he was 55 and he was on his way out. He was facing out and he was gonna be real estate or something. But a really good guy, trainer, he'd been a trainer for 30 years and uh, really helped me. 
I think nothing, yeah, nothing equals experience and time, time and training with people. Right. I, I would agree. Um, okay. So, you know, if you look at your business right now, what would you consider to be your bottleneck, your biggest challenge, something that's like hard for you to overcome? You're trying to figure out how to overcome it. Cause I think by talking about the good things, it's great. But also when we talk about our challenges, that's mm -hmm. the most relatable stuff for other gym owners. Um, you know, retaining clients, client retention, you know, um, I joke about it sometimes, but some people come in and, you know, they want to, they, they have no problem with the money part. They just want to be held accountable. They want consistency and, you know, they came and they depend on you for that. So the biggest challenge is sometimes getting enough full-time clients, you know, getting enough to support the business and actually, you know, pay, pay for your costs and, you know, get your overhead out of the way and, you know, move forward. Uh, so you constantly have to be, I think, moving on that. You can't just sit still and wait. I'm always talking to people, recruiting things, people handing out a card, you know, giving people information, um, you know, taking calls. I actually do. I run specials every once in a while, and that, that really helps. Well, I'll do like a free eval consultation or a first session free to come and just see the gym, experience this, work with me, and see if it's just what you want. Because some people... I found out the niche of this staying small and I chose to do that on purpose. Um, some people don't like the big gym scene. They don't like the big, you know, they don't go there to meet somebody. They're not there to look at all the, the eye candy as we call it and all that stuff. And um, so, so this fits them better, you know, people that aren't into the whole social gym thing, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. So, um, you know, retention, you mentioned that and all yeah. of that plays into the retention, but yeah. ideally, you know, we have to be providing a bunch of value to our members so that they can never imagine going anywhere else. Right. Um, and so what do you, what right. more do you feel like you can pour into that so that your members want to stick around with you for the long now, haul? Now I know what you're asking me. So I mentioned to you earlier about the multimodal approach. Um, a lot of people don't understand training in the science, so trying to do that with them, you'll lose them. Um, I compare people's bodies and coming in here to a car. You need four wheels, four tires on your car, and obviously some gas uh, to get from point A to point B. So if you have a goal, and that point A is, you know, you, you need to lose 30 pounds and your knee needs to be rehab because you can't walk right now or can't, can't run or jog or ride a bicycle. That's what we're working on. So the multimodal approach for me is, it's not just the exercise, it's the, the components. So the diet, nutrition, you know, is, part, is very important. Flexibility, um, you know, and, and aerobic, of course, meeting, getting your aerobic needs met, um, whether it be in the gym or outside the gym, I make people be accountable for that. And then, you know, the weight training, resistance training. And each one of those factors, those four factors, it's really important to stay to stay on track and get somebody from point A to point B. You have to hit all all four of those points to get somebody to to reach their goals. That's that's very important because that's that's your number one thing, Jim. Get they come to you for a certain reason. They want to reach a goal. They have a you know they don't know how to get there. They don't know how to do it. But that, that's your job to get their car on the road running correctly, all four wheels, and down you know, point A to point B. Yeah. So Fitness. People, when I explain that, people go, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot more to 
you know, health and wellness than just the exercise piece. And so we need to make sure that we're providing our clients with everything that they need to be successful, fitness, Mm -hmm. nutrition, accountability. Um, It's it's full circle. If they're not getting all three of those things, then they're not going to, they're not getting something and they're going to go find it somewhere else. And that's when they, you know, lose accountability and and leave. And, you know, and as also just the environment you have, you know, a clean, safe, you know, environment that's, that's, you know, inviting the people. You don't want to have intimidating things. You don't want to have, you know, people yelling and screaming and doing, you know, 500 pound bench presses in the back when you're trying to help somebody, you know, rehab or knee. So yeah, it's important that you know, your space, um, the emotional, mental state of people, you know, people come in here, not just physically hurt, but mentally hurt. And I understand that being a combat veteran, I've been through my share of stuff and, and the PTSD thing and all that. I, I still go to counseling this day. So, you know, he- a healthy mental, emotional state is just as important as a healthy physical shape. And there's one thing I've always called my gym for, for myself personally and others. It's called physical church. I just, it's called physical church. <laughs> that's my, that's kind of my, my I, thing, but. I like that analogy. Um, that's funny. If you could have a magic wand, and I was like, all right, Zach, all your dreams and goals for physique fitness. Oh, what would that look like? <laughs> well, uh, it's like the genie, you get three wishes and that's it. And, um, <laughs> you know, just to keep a steady flow of people through here, keep helping people. Honestly, my biggest thing here, being in this community for over 20 plus years now, going on 30 years, I guess, I don't know, I've lost count. Um, just just having people knowing that by word of mouth, even some of you've helped five years ago, I get this, five or seven years ago, so like, oh yeah, you worked with my friend Ellen and she told me and, come, and then they're there. So that what you do now, present, affects your future, you know, as well as from your past. So I think it's really important to stay stay on task um, with that and stay on the road of, you know, always helping people going forward. The ma- so the magic wand is, you know, hopefully there's enough people in here. Well, last year, people weren't doing anything except staying home and gaining weight, which is, which is a plus in this industry, but you still got to get them here and through the door. And we always say that if you can just get here and get through the store, that's, you've done half the work. You know, when, once you're here, then I can help you. you know? So that's the magic wand, keeping keeping the people, you know, the pipe piper, you know, keep playing that flute, keep people coming in. Yeah. Um, so I, I know that it's okay to be, I think it's okay to be a little selfish here. And so I also want to know, you know, what, what role do you, Zach, hope to play as this business grows? Share with our listener. Oh, no, it's funny. You like your guy's name. I never saw myself gym lord it's like oh wow the sword and the shield i get it i get the whole i get that and uh, when i talked to fernando about this is like oh that's you know to me that that relates to me so i'm kind of a conan barbarian guy that's that's my mentality but um i think just being able to read people understand people get along with everybody adapt to different situations uh, the way i grew up um, i had to do that I grew up without my father. My mother was a rock and roll traveling uh, hippie. So I had to adapt to a lot of different people's situations. Uh, so I think just being adaptable, 
you know, and uh, uh, be real with people, you know, be yourself, let them make them feel comfortable, let them be themselves, you know, and I have people come in here in the first two weeks, they don't tell me much, and all of a sudden they start telling me all, oh yeah, well, I did, I had this injury when I was in, and now I had this happen to me when I was, so as you, as you learn the client and you go down that road, it's, it's a relationship, it's definitely in relationships, you know, and um, this gym, physical church, you know, the gym helps me, the gym helps others, and they help me, you know, without them, I'm, you know, I'm just another, another guy who knows how to exercise. Yeah, most definitely. So, um, you know, you just really look at continuing to provide this kind of service mm-hmm. beyond just a workout for people. Um, yeah, as, it's, as yeah. yeah, it's a relationship for sure. And, you know, it's, and it's one that holds for years. I've had, I've had clients for 18 plus years, some of them. Um, I had a client that adopted me as her grandson and she is my grandmother and and I was her caretaker for the last three years of her life. And um, yeah, it was a, that was a trip. So, you know, and people come and go and they stay and some people move on or pass away. And that's, that's just all part of, if you do this long enough and people out there that have, and people out there that haven't, you know, it, it's always about the relationship and um, being connected to people and helping them the best way you can. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you sharing, you know, all of your insight with us today. And um, I am super thankful that we got to have you here on the podcast. I think that your wisdom is very much appreciated. Listeners, we thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget, if you'd like to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description and the team will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.